Yeah, so I listen, yeah, I listen to this new song. I spoke, I spoke to him today, Shlomo. Um, I don't know this. No, it's fine. What's this one? Lama Tabosh, we'll talk about it. Lama Tabosh, why are you embarrassed? 
For this you were chosen. Come close to the Mizbech. The starts off in the sixth part. So this is the eighth day. This is the day we were just talking about. It's the day that everybody was waiting for. For seven days, Moshe Bena was putting up the Mishkan, taking down the Mishkan. We discussed that in the past, Chabura. Only Moshe Bena could pick up the Mishkan. He's picking it up, taking it down, showing the people how to build it, showing them how to take it apart. He was doing all the Avoda. He was training Aaron and his sons to become the Kohen. Moshe Rabbeinu was not the Kohen. He lost that. And this was finally the day. Rosh Chodesh Nisan, HaKamasar Mishkan. The day that all the people were waiting for. They've been collecting money. They've been preparing for a long time now. They've been waiting, waiting, waiting. And finally Moshe's there. And he gathers Aaron and his sons and all the Zikni Yisrael. And all the people are there. And they're all watching, waiting for Aaron Cohen to be consecrated and the sons to prepare to start the Avodah Samishkan. This is it. And you could imagine, <coughs> if we could try to imagine, <coughs> like the feeling of celebration, like the jubilation that's going through, like people are like so excited. This is it. This is what we're waiting for. Fire and explosions. The kids are like throwing snaps, you know. Mm-hmm. Just doing ridiculous things. It's like Mosh Purim and Shavuos. And it's everything combined. And then Moshe Benu sets up Aaron and his sons and he's ready to command them, to give them the commands. What to do. So he starts off, Ayomer, El Aharon, Kachlecha, Egel ben Bokr, Lechatoscha, El Ayala, Olen, take these carbonates for yourself. And he goes on, he says, El Bene Yisrael, Kachusir, Izim, and take for the, the for Klal Yisrael. They need, they need their own carbon chatos to start. So they take all these karbonas, Aaron and sons, get the, they gather these animals, they stand by the Ohamoid, ready to go to the Mizbeach. And you see like all the people, like what's going on? They're all waiting. All the people gather around. All the clients gather to get closer to see what's going to be. It's a big spectacle. And the Moshe Rabbeinu is like, like fires out at the end. He announces, This is the thing that Hashem has commanded you to do. And then you're going to have, the Kavod Hashem is going to appear. Everybody's like excited. They're going to see the, the Kavod Hashem, the glory of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They tasted a little bit of it by Harsinai, that awesome nature. They're waiting. They're not waiting. And they're waiting. And they're waiting. And Moshe's looking at Aharon. And Aharon's holding the eagle and he's looking down and he's not, he's not moving. And the people are waiting. And you can see the, you know, the videographer is going from Moshe to Claudius or Claudius or to Moshe. Everybody's like waiting, looking, it's frozen, silent, nothing's... Aharon Cohen is not moving. He's silent. He knew what to do. He had the carbon. He knew it was the time. He mamash couldn't move. He mamash couldn't move. Moshe Rabbeinu saw that this was going on over here. So he says right after, he says, Come close to the Mizbech. Take your chatas. Like, what's going on? Move. So Rashi tells us, he has a little insight, what's going on over here? Why wasn't Aaron Akon moving? So Rashi says, Shai Aaron Bosh. Because Aaron Akon was embarrassed. He was embarrassed. Fayeru Lageshes. And he was scared to get close to approach the Mizbeach. Amr le Moshe, Amr le Moshe, Moshe says to him, Lama Tavosh, why are you so embarrassed? For this you were chosen. 
You were chosen for this job. Let's go. Yalla. So what's going on? So, so let's build it up, everybody. You, you know, you have a little bit of a shot. But let's, let's go back for a second. Let's go back a few. Right, we're right now in Rosh Chodesh Nisan. So let's go back a few months earlier. Thomas. Right? Three quarters of a year earlier. Shavasar Batamas. What happened to Shavasar Batamas? Moshe Beno didn't, or not Shavasar Batamas, really 40 days earlier, when Moshe Beno said he's going to come back, he's going to come back, he's going to go up to, to, to tomorrow, and he's going to bring down the Luchos. I'm going to be here 40 days. Everybody just wait for me. Just wait. Right? The people already, at that time, I spoke a long time ago about this, they were already nervous the second Moshe Beno left. They were already nervous. And we know Moshe Ben is up there. He doesn't come back right away. And then what happens? The people, when Moshe Ben doesn't come back that morning, the people start to freak out. They all run to Aaron Cohen, the temporary leader at the time. Aaron Cohen, let's go. What are we going to do? We got we to gotta make a, we need something. We need a God. We need this, whatever the Peshat is. And Aaron Cohen says, okay, gather together all the gold. Gather together all the jewelry. Go around. Tomorrow there's going to be a Chag. And we know they gave him the gold. He throws in the fire. Or... They're from Shaltim, how exactly in heaven? And the eagle Zav comes out. Moshe Ben comes down, we know, breaks the luchos, and is very upset at Very upset. And Aaron felt responsible. He was a temporary leader at the time. He didn't know what to do. Obviously, this was a situation totally out of control. He didn't have, he didn't have any training for such a thing. But Lamaisi felt responsible. Moshe Ben gave, gave him a piece of his mind afterwards. Hold him off. I don't know, do something. Okay, he saw Chordai. It wasn't Pashat. But so, so far, Cohen felt uh, some responsibility. He felt bad. How could, could you imagine? The Elazel was one of the worst. It's a great, one of the worst sins we did. Right after we received the Torah. Not too long afterwards. And Arna Cohen, the temporary leader, couldn't even... Can you imagine what's going through his head? Now, we're not Sadiqim, and it could be that he was fine, but it could be that he was replaying the scene over and over again. It could be that he had nightmares about it. It could be that he kept thinking... What if, coulda, shoulda, woulda, all the scenarios that can literally plague a person for the rest of the rest of his life. So Aaron Cohen is now told, take, go to, oh, and, and the Svarno says, you know what the Svarno says? It's a machlokas. The Svarno says, the only reason why we needed the Mishkan was because we said we were the Egel's of. If not for the Egel's of, we, wouldn't, we were at such a high level after our Sinai, we wouldn't have needed a Mishkan. We could have connected right to Kaddish Baruch without it. Through our vote, through our personal vote, through 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 Torah, we wouldn't have needed the Mishkan. So now Aaron is told, "Come to the Mishkan," and what does he hear? The Mishkan. That's because of me, my fault. And then what's the first words? What's the first words that Moshe says to Aaron? He says, "V'yom Aaron kach lecha, gotta take a carbon." Now, what, when you have a carbon chatas, what do you usually take? A kevis, not an eagle. You should bring an eagle for your chatas. Could you eagle for my chatas? He's, he's, he's really shaking. This is all my fault. Not only this Mishkan is my fault, now I have to bring an eagle for my own chatas. And Chazal tells that when he saw them as bears, he saw the horns, the corners, and he saw, he saw the carrot, and he saw the, he saw the horns, he saw an eagle again. Everything he saw was an eagle. He couldn't get it out of his mind. He couldn't move. He was so embarrassed. All the people are gathering around. The same people who were around by the eagle. Who fell. And 
who knows? Maybe they were blaming Aaron or Cohen the whole time. We don't know. Maybe they're pointing the fingers. If you would have, you know how it was by, by, by the leader? If you would have told us something different, we would have listened. And now all these people are gathered around, waiting, by the Mizbeg, it looks like the eagle, with an eagle, with... He, 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 he was so embarrassed, he couldn't move. He couldn't move. So the, the question is, how can Moshe Rabbein say to Aaron Cohen, why are you embarrassed? <laughs> Come on, you were chosen, let's go, yalla. Like a little pep talk or something. Did you not understand what's going through his mind? You're his closest brother. You know what's going through his mind. You know he made a mistake. You have no, no, you have no sympathy. You have no. You don't feel for him. So of course that's not shot. There's no way Moshe Bain would be so careless. There's no way. So what could be shot? So we know the Mishkan. The Mishkan, the primary. Reason we had the Mishkan, you could say there's two reasons maybe for the Kodesh Kedash and Aaron, for the Aaron Kodesh, but the Mizbech, Mizbech, the Karbanos, is the main reason for the Mishkan. And of all the Karbanos, the main Karbanos that we always talk about is the Karban Chatas, Karban Ashim, or even a Karban Ola. All these things are when a person sins, by you bring Karban Ola if you didn't do a proper assay. But the main, the main, the main Karbanos is always about the, about the sins of a person. And you know that when a person has to bring a karm chatas, he needs an animal. And so sometimes these people had animals in their flock, and they would literally travel up to Yerushalayim with this animal. Or if they got there, they didn't have any, they'd, they'd buy an animal in Yerushalayim, and they'd have to literally carry it. You can imagine. You can imagine they're carrying through the old city, right? Pick away. You want to go through the Arab Quarter with the animal? You want to go through this? Everybody knew why he had that animal. Everybody knew why he was bringing this animal, because he sinned. <clears throat> And he looked dejected, and he felt bad, and he fell down. He felt like a loser, and he feels like, and what is it, what, a person who sins, and he's walking in public, everybody's looking at me, everybody's laughing at me, everybody's speaking lush and hard about me. He felt horrible. So the carbon, when you bring the carbon, it certainly atones for the sin. But what's going what's gonna to mend his broken heart? Right? All, the, all those feelings, all those, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda. What if I didn't do that? What if I just wasn't there? How, do you, how does the carbon do that? So Kodesh Baruch has a special nation, has a special part of class with the Kohanim. And the Kohanim were there. The Kohanim were there to encourage, to strengthen, to bring people to real tshuva, to help them, to bring them up to, to mechazik. You bring the carbon to atone for your sin. And the Kohanim were there to be mechazik and to speak nicely and tell them it's going to be okay. Yeah, do your tshuva, but, you know, Mechazik yourself. Now, the greatest, the greatest way, the greatest person to be mechazik someone else is someone who's gone through that situation. You have often that the recovered addicts could, not always, could be the best counselors. Rabbi Dahlia, Rabbi talking about? They were there. He said, Right. It's possible. I'm saying if they, if they do it right, if they, because there's a difference. There's two words in the English language that are very similar, and you always get them wrong until you look them up and you figure out exactly what they are. What are they? Empathy and sympathy. Sympathy means you understand almost intellectually 
that this guy is going through a hard time and the memela you feel for them. Empathy means you know what they're feeling. You feel with them because you've been there. By the Kohanim, who the leader was Aaron Cohen, right? The whole leader of Aaron Cohen was that he had empathy. He was there. He sinned. He made a mistake. He felt embarrassed. He felt dejected. He knows what the nightmare is. He, he's, he's mamish there. He had those feelings. So Moshe Benu says to Aaron Cohen, he says to him, why are you embarrassed and paralyzed? Why is your busha... He said, I understand why you're embarrassed, and you should be embarrassed. I get that. I totally get that. But why are you letting the busha paralyze you? Adarab, you have to use that busha to help. You were chosen for this job specifically because you made this quote-unquote mistake. You can help other people. Take your ego as a chatas, remember, and then take that carbon for, the, for B'nai Israel's kibara, for their chatas. Use your busha. Use it specifically for the avodah samishka. That's what Moshe Ben was saying to him. Come on, yeah, let's go. Use your busha. Don't get swallowed by your past. Use it. Step off it. Every situation that, we've, that we go through in life, whether we look back and it's a mistake or not, there was a reason why we went through it. And there's something to gain. When you're going through it, we aren't looking to make mistakes. But when you look back at anything in life, it's 100% emuna. When you're going into it, it's you have to figure that whole world out. But once the situation happens and now you're looking back, there's a reason why this happened and there's a Nakuda Tova in it. The Sugi of Nakuda Tova is even in this situation where you made a mistake, where you sinned. There has to be a Nakuda Tova there. It has to be. Nothing in this world can be without a Nakuda Tova. It wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened. There's no Kaddish who wants it that for some reason. Okay, he also wanted you to do it because then he's going to punt. There's a million reasons. But when we look back, you have to, you're not, if, unless you're, if, if you're not strong enough, you're not supposed to look back. Because it could not suppress a person. You can relive past emotions. But if a person has the proper amuna, he should look back and see how can I use this situation that I, where I started from, everybody, everybody starts from a low place, or this that I made a mistake. How can I use this? So if Moshe Bino was saying, Darn, you can use that, this embarrassment. You made the mistake, maybe you felt embarrassed, and now you can use that to help other people. The recovered addicts, I can't imagine, but they could, they could kill themselves their entire life. Like, oh, if I wouldn't have just, if I wouldn't have listened to my parents, if I wouldn't have gone with that guy, I knew the guy was, if I wouldn't have, if I wouldn't have, they could almost kill themselves. Or they could say, I went through it, now I'm recovered, and now let me use it to help other people. It's a beginning, because I do, I, I hear, I mean, I'm sure I go through it myself, but I, it's much easier to hear from other people. I hear people who, oh, I'm starting at this place, like, if only I would have when I was younger, or, like, all these types of, that's not, that's not a malach. That's not, that's not the malach of Muna. Rather, but use what happens in the past. Even with the busha. But use it to help another person, to feel, to be empathetic. That's the thing, to feel for another person, or whatever we could use it for. Lama tabosh, the kach That's what he's saying over here. So you're gonna, when you when you listen to the song, you're listening to Moshe Rabbeinu saying it again and again to Hanukkah. Lama tabosh, lama tabosh. Why are you embarrassed? Meaning, use it. 
Why are you embarrassed and paralyzed? Be embarrassed, but use it. And he says it again and again and again. L'kach l'chad, l'kach l'chad. Let's play one more time. Never even managed. Yeah. Never even thought about this. Never, no, I never thought about this whole machal. This is what came down. Pairing. Yeah, you have to ask. Like, what's Moshe Rabbeinu? Sounds like he's a, like a mean guy. Like, what are you embarrassed? Come on, yeah. Connected. Pacha that Arna Cohen. Yeah. The awesomeness of the Mishkan. For Hashem. Ah. Uh-huh.